Vegas, Leon. Mason, a cop working undercover until his cover was blown. Whoever that is, I don't want him to get an hour older. Pop quiz, hot shot. Who is Kaiser Soze? There is no Kaiser Soze. I'm here with my partner. We're entertainment, right? What do you, what do you, what do you got for us? Suppose I were to offer you one million dollars for one night with your wife. Sonny Jesus, I was watching it on TV. For Sonny and Mason, now's the time. And you can take that to the bank. I can't stand you being a bank robber, Sonny. But you keep away from this bank, or we're gonna start throwing bodies out the front door one at a time. I see dead people. Take that to the bank. Sonny! Sonny! What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Here goes. Um, I'm pregnant. You're the father. No! No! I'm the father. Yes. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Mason is about to hit back. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. Come on, shoot him! Shoot him! Shoot him! Shoot him! Sonny, put the gun down. And give me a pack of tropical fruit bubblelicious. And some Skittles. And now, the thrilling conclusion of... ...is Mason's... Hello, Sonny. You're on the air. It's Michael Bennett's evening at the Sydney Cricket Grounds. One nice shot under pressure. This is where goes. The best kind of goals. I had a shocker. I had a shocker this week, mate. When? Classic mum. What happened? Tell me everything. (sighs) Thursday on the tram, going in to daycare. That's not needed. Why do I say that? I think I say that sort of stuff to soften the fact that I'm an asshole. Like the story is me being a creep. Inadvertently. Oh, you're going to daycare where? Oh, okay. Sympathy, but I'm like, I'm yeah. going to daycare, oh, and then thing. I gave some money to a homeless guy, and I'm a really good egg, and that. Like, nah, mate, you're on the tram. So I'm on the tram, and there's a chick with no ticket. Oh, mate, height of vigilance, height of vigilance. I go on there, and it's fucking. I don't get the mic out. I just fix my bayonet. You know how you spot the ticket inspectors? It's like yeah. in Men in Black when they when he has to shoot fair oh, reference. Fair, I was just about to when he has to shoot all the aliens in his training. <laughs> he shoots the little girl in the in the thing. It's like what's that? It's like she has no earthly business being there. May I ask why you felt little Tiffany deserved to die? Well, she was the only one that actually seemed dangerous at the time, sir. Basically, you pick the four people in plain clothes that should not be there. It's like a failed United oh, Colors of Benetton ad, and you're like, right. hey, that Sri Lankan lady. Indian guy, Japanese kid, and yeah. like reading the age from three years ago. Yeah, yeah, that upside down with holes in it. Looking through <laughs> it, you're like something's amiss. Asking you to like look at the flower on his lapel, and then shooting you in the face with a dart gun from his fucking pen. Anyway, I'm on the tram. There's a chick in front of me, and she's like, she's young as she's like twenty, and yeah. we pull into a stop, 
and there's an old couple about to get on. And I say old, like elderly-ish, like probably 70s, right? Fine, right, but 70s. Right, right. And she clocks them, gets up and moves so that the two seats are available. Right. It's like the disabled type section. Right. So they get on and take a seat. And in my Ooh. head, I'm like, great fucking move. Because Ooh. if that was me as the seven-year-old and some chick got up, I'd feel a bit self-conscious and be like, oh, that's a bit shit. Like, I guess yeah, I take it course, now, but I don't want to. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm the guy getting off at a seat. So anyway. I reckon those Korean bikes would have taken it. Oh, God. They, no, they asked me for a ticket. They fucking got me. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. So I get, I, I just lock, locked them over the head with some 4 by 2s It's fine. <laughs> Listen to me. 4 by 2s Yeah, I know what I'm on four about. 4 by 2s A few 4 Hey, major tangent. I was watching something about a guy in, in, on YouTube the other night at like 2 in the morning. Right. About a prison fight. I started with John Stewart and I what? ended up in a prison fight. I <laughs> it always kid you happens, not. man. It started with John Stewart defending yep. the first responders from 9 11 and it ended with a bloke where I was like, I've got to go to bed. This guy talking about bashing wardens and he called them the Forbies. <laughs> Forbies? Forbatoos? Forbatoos? Screws. Screws. Oh my God. Are Forbies. Anyway. Prison sounds fun. I get off the tram and <laughs> yeah. she gets off at the same stop. And I swear to you, it's, it's completely like uh, serendipitous and natural. She gets off and she's next to me. She's got big headphones on and she Ooh. sort of goes to let me off and we get off at the same time. And I just sort of like mime to her like, hey, take your headphones off. And she does. And I go, hey, yeah. quick one. Just want to say, great move. Great move. I saw, I clocked you. You popped Why? up. <laughs> no, this is, hey, mate, it gets <laughs> okay. so much worse. It has not okay, begun. Okay, okay. <laughs> has not begun. Don't interrupt me. You're not one of the two Korean guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. You're not Parong. You're not Yang. I go, hey, great move. Because if that were me, I'd feel self-conscious. I wouldn't want to take the seat, blah, blah, blah. And she was into it. She goes, great. Thank you so much. She was genuinely like, hey, thanks. I was really happy with it. I go, yeah, that's awesome. And then I doubled down. And I go, also, I saw there was like another older guy, that tall, thin guy, the Indian dude. And when he started coming across, you sort of shuffled out of his way. And as I'm saying this, her face changed from, like, recognition of a good act to this motherfucker's a creep. And I was like, mid-sentence, her ashen face said to me, okay, you need to correct this. But I corrected it the worst possible way. I go, oh, also, I clocked how that older guy was walking across. And, like, not that I was staring at you, like, the whole trip. I wasn't staring at you the whole trip at all. Like, I'm not a creep or anything. And she stopped in her tracks. And sort of half-jokingly, I gave her an out and I go, hey, do you want to, like, walk 10 metres ahead of me or behind me? Because uh, I feel like a creep oh now. Oh yeah. God. And, mate, she, this is so bad. She goes, no, you go ahead. I go, okay, no worries. Ha, ha, ha. So I go ahead. And in my head, I'm like, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. And then I was genuinely innocent. She was fucking 20 and I wasn't, like, trying to do anything. So I just liked the move, the social move. So anyway, we walk two blocks and she's gone the opposite direction and we accidentally, well, not accidentally, we bump oh. into each other again at the next intersection. Oh. And instead of just putting my head down and walking, you know what I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot, no. I've got social Tourette's, I'm like, hey, oh, I swear I'm not following you. Oh, I'm not a creep. Didn't stare at you the whole time. Unbelievable. So anyway, uh, this still hurts me this to is say unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. So I turn to her, Mace, and I go, hey, she's got headphones on. I make her take the headphones off again. Oh, God. I know, I know, I know. I'm getting anxiety again <laughs> over it. She takes them off and is looking at me like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is weird. And I go, hey, 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 which way are you going? Oh. 
Which, which way? Which way? <laughs> so in my head, in my head, what I wanted to say was like, which way are you going? I'll just go the opposite way, even if it yes. means me going the complete opposite way for like five minutes so that you're not freaked out. Didn't mention that bit. I just said, which way are you going? And full credit to her, she goes, no, which way are you going? And was oh, like, real what a staunch. Great. Yeah, but also like had been trained to say that to perverts, basically. Like, no, what, where, which way are you going? And I go, I'm going, script. mate, I swear to you, it gets even worse. I go, I'm going this way. And I pointed straight ahead. She goes, okay, I'm going this way and points left. I go, this no worries. so weird. So we walk in opposite directions and I sort of half jokingly go like, oh, I swear that'll be the last time. We See walk you off. soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sarah, who lives at 19 <laughs> Brunswick Road. So we start walking and then I turn a corner up, uh, up where I'm at and I see her at the same corner. She lied to me. Oh. She wasn't going that way at all. She just waited for me to say a direction and walked there in the same way on the other side of the street. She just wanted to make sure I wasn't following her. Oh and for a nanosecond, God. for a nanosecond, Mace, and thank fuck Ooh. I didn't do it, my instinct was like, oh, fuck. If she sees me, she'll think I'm a psycho. I better run over and tell her that I'm not a psycho. <laughs> And it's like, no, no, no. She already thinks you're a psycho. That's why she lied about the direction she was going home. Leave her alone. So, yeah, it's been a good week. But I was picking up my daughter, mate. I was picking up my daughter. So, like... Oh, it's all good, then. It's all good. Not so a creep I at all. How, um, I think that's how every romance starts. Good stalk mm. into marriage. Oh, man. Anyway, we're catching up tomorrow for a coffee, so I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> She doesn't know it yet, but we are. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here in your bathroom. Don't worry about the glass. I just smashed a window. Hey, Mastodon. Yeah. Do you want to talk some sport? Let's do it, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. To surfing! The Margaret River (laughs) has been surfed and won, and Brazilian Gabby Medina becomes the first goofy-footed surfer to take out Margaret River since 1990. Boo hiss. We don't like Brazilians. You taught me that. That's the only thing you've ever learned from me. (laughs) Known each other for 20 years. I don't like Brazilians. Sonny told me. Fucking goofy-footed bastards. And Carissa Moore knocked off rival and our Tyler Wright to take home the honours. But, gee, she would have disappointed a lot of traditionalists with her post-event comments, mate. Talk to me. Oh, this would be good. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing, actually. Quote, oh. I'm super, super happy. Oh. And, overall, yeah. life is really good. Is that it? Mate. Like an accountant. She better be careful. She might get kicked off the tour with comments like that. <laughs> 
I mean, sure, the, the double use of super super is to be commended, but you better start dropping some stokes, chick, or you're gone. Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Whoop! Drop down. Snap. And then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted like that. Hey, the Byron Shire Council has unanimously passed a motion making it compulsory to wear leg ropes. So fines of between 75 bucks and 1100 will be issued to anyone not wearing a leg rope. What would you make of this? The real, oh, the real big issues up there, isn't it? Byron. The real big issues. Yeah. A fucking hey, leg man, rope. <laughs> if you sell me coriander again, I'm going to go to the feds, dude. Like... These mushrooms aren't magic. They're delicious, <laughs> but come on. Most overrated place in the world, Byron Bay. <laughs> the fucking world. I couldn't believe it when I got there. I was like, is this yeah. it? That's the first this thing it? I said was, is this it? One street, it's one pub, a beach. terrible. Oh. I love how like the locals are all like, you can't call yourself a local here until you've been here for 50 years. It's like... 99% of your money comes from tourism. Stop shunning it. Idiots. I- idiots. Guys, guys, you're not a local, so rack off. Put your leg rope on. We don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> you're wearing a leg rope, are you? Out of towner. That'd be well, right. the funny thing is, like, how are they going to enforce this? So I tried to look into this, and basically, if you get fined for not having a leg rope... It's all about safety. They don't want kids getting hit in the head. It's like, yeah, trust me, the 28 brekkie bongs are doing the trick. But, yeah, it is fair enough. Anyway, they've got to prove that you weren't wearing one in the water. So I don't know how they do that. Like, take a photo and you could say it snapped off. People are going to start wearing just like the ankle bracelets. I don't know. Also, you have to then prove that the surfer entered the beach surrounds, weird term, within the proximity of signage (laughs) that told them they had to wear one. Guys... Do you know the calibre of human we're talking about here? Oh, my God. It's, the- it's people airbnb like a toilet hut out the back of their house for two grand a night so they can rip brekkie bongs and shred. <laughs> They're not going to do what you tell them to, Shire. Bro, make sure your leg rope's on. Oh, yeah, thanks, Daz. Yeah. Hey, man, did you hear that, like, Gary didn't wear a leg rope? He's fucking dead to me. <laughs> Fuck off. Please, Gary, I'm not from Hollywood. I'm not going to fuck your mouth, and my time is extremely valuable. I'd like to hear stoners in, like, the spelling bee. Can I get the language of origin, please? Can you put that in a sentence? Stoat. S. T. O. You! Can I get that in a sentence, please? Radical. Um... Okay, language of origin? Uh, Bill and Ted's <laughs> bogus adventure. Okay, can I get it in a sentence, please? <laughs> that was radical. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go S T O Business. B R D T F K L M G. H R K W T F N Y L K P Q W Q R T D F P L M K Q K W Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q Q
business. Wrong. To basketball. Oh yeah. And the NBA playoffs. Look, I don't know enough about the rich, steeped history of basketball, Mace, but could that have been the greatest first round in playoff history? Oh, it was incredible. Absolutely. Or is it recency bias? Am I way off? Like, I had a lot of fun with that. No, it's been very good. It's been very good. Very, very good. It's easy to forget. A lot of storylines, a lot of basketball, a lot of great stuff. Like, just, like, unreal. King's taking it to game seven. Absolutely outstanding. Not to harp on the whole solo dadding thing. By the time this comes out, yeah. we've probably already won the Ashes pubes and State of Origin is in <laughs> Queensland's back pocket yet again as underdogs because <laughs> I don't know when the fuck this is getting edited. But the conference <laughs> semis are Phoenix and Denver. Denver blew them out of the water first game. Miami and New York is going to be interesting because the New York crowd's going nuts. Jimmy Buckets is just absolutely a different player in the postseason. Boston, Philly. Crikey, there'll be some white angry wow. men in the crowd there watching Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> and then we got the Lakers playing Golden State to continue their run. Hey, speaking of tense, mate, yeah. tense playoff games, it doesn't get much more tense than the continent. And our Dante Exum <laughs> brutally felled in a Euro punch-on between Real Madrid and partisan Belgrade. Partisan indeed. There was no holding oh. back here. <laughs> Absolute full Nelson suplex. So the main culprit wow. was Gershon Yabaselli, ex-Celtic, by the way, and public Scottish enemy number bloke. one in Australia. There was no flopping here. He got suplexed hard. Like this could he have. He did. Hard. It was pretty funny though, because like some reports were coming out on dodgy news articles, going like he might have cracked his spine. And I'd watch the replay, and he's up running around. I'm like, geez, doing well to be running around with a cracked spine. <laughs> How's this though? How many games do you reckon Yabaselli got suspended for that? It's got to be. 20 or something. Five games. Jesus. Five. Fuck. Five? High five. Now, it's been a busy week on the home front, so I haven't looked into this too deeply. I'm assuming because it was a playoff that that means he's out for the rest of the season and that's kind of their punishment. That's the only thing I can think of. Five games for picking up another human and body slamming him on effectively concrete with some timber on top of it. Timber, not wood. Imagine in the NBA. I think he went to Rudy Gobert's MMA and he baguetted him. (laughs) Come and learn the baguette. A chokehold technique I learned from my mentor, Sensei Depardieu. He is a French legend. Dante looks like he's having a good season there, if he remembers oh, it. Oh, mate. Way to stay in the limelight. Fucking hell. That's our road to Paris. There's a few cracks in it. Dante's peak right there on the back of his head. Dante's peak. The pressure is building. Hey, to rugby and the Waratahs finally get a win. Tars. A last gasp try sees the Tars go all granddaddy sheens and secure a one-point victory over New Zealand's Highlanders. Good on you, Tars. I think we should always make a tradition. Whenever we talk about yep. Union, we need yep. to do a 10-second clap for jo- how good Johnny Eels was. Eelsie. Are you with me? <laughs> On you, Johnny. Nobody. Nobody. One of the great nicknames of all time. Why do you call him nobody? Because nobody's perfect. So mint. Every time we're doing that for the great man. Mate, don't get me started. He went to my school. <laughs> he won a Splitterslow from the corner. Unbelievable. Did he? When he won a Splitterslow from the corner with that kick. Oh, my God. I was at the Gap Tavern as a 17-year-old. With the Millhouses? 
Nah, different set of crew. But I was with uh, Millhouse's friend Tim Underhill, and Tim Underhill was also underage. And Undy's mum used to ring the pub. Is Tim there? Undies. And the phone would ring, and he'd no. yell out, "Tell her I've gone home. Tell her I left half an hour ago." And he'd run home because he was late for dinner. Anyway. <laughs> When Johnny was kicked it from the sideline, we were all watching around the pool table, which, by the way, had a sign on it saying, no joking, blokin' or smoking near the table. <laughs> not, still not sure what blokin' is, but that's all right. Anyway, there was a bridal <laughs> party there in between the ceremony and the reception, and it was the groom and his um, like best man and whatever, like the, the groomsman. Yeah. Yeah. And they were about two hours late for photos because that was on. They thought they'd go watch it, and they just went batshit mental for it. It was awesome. One of the great moments so of my sporting good. life. Wow. What a kick. And then about three months later when I turned 18, I went in and I said, do you want to see my ID? And they went, no, you've been coming here for two years. And I showed <laughs> them it was my birthday, and I got kicked out, and the bouncer punched me. <laughs> he went all bloking on you. I was bloking, joking, and bloke not smoking. <laughs> not good. <laughs> Yeah, Eelsy, love him, love him. Love him. Port make it seven in a row at the home away from home at Marvel. Wow. You know Adelaide's struggling when Marvel's your preferred residence. The Australian <laughs> Medical Association call for a concussion passport. I like the idea of this. After sadly yeah. twenty. 20-year-old South Aussie Antonio Lociano died last week. This comes off the yeah. back of a spate of concussion lawsuits and, and things like that. So basically the, the passport would be if you ever have a concussion, it gets logged and everyone at the ground knows, hey, this bloke's got 28 concussions, so be careful or he shouldn't be playing. So it's not a bad idea. Great. But, you know, the lawsuits, i tell you who's at the forefront all of a sudden. Yeah. Gary Ablett Sr. Oh. <laughs> okay. Might want to sue your dealer. What are you talking about? Mate? I know. Like How absolute rich. God-bothering, gobbledygook drug addict going, you know what? It was the concussions. It wasn't, mate. It wasn't. Sometimes a judge has to just put the gavel down and go, hey, buddy, stop shelving pingers. It wasn't the head knocks. I lost all my teeth from all those hip and shoulders. Yeah, yeah, All yeah, my yeah, teeth that's fell right. out. I was called God my whole life and then uh, took heaps of drugs and believed the hype, but... Copped a few on the head, so give me some cash. <laughs> I feel a little bit impelled and uh, motivated to just come out and uh, say some things that really need to be said concerning our current circumstances, not just in Victoria, but in the world. Who's really behind it and what they're up to. The Geelong Great's devotion to Christianity, well documented. We are definitely in the last days leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. This virus was deliberately made and designed and deliberately released by these people because they're using it as camouflage for their many globalist agendas, including their main one is to crash the global, the global economy. A 27-minute YouTube video, the latest chapter in the troubled life of one of the game's greatest ever players. And give your heart to Jesus Christ and get saved and have, have had that eternal security and then you don't have to be in fear, you don't have to stress. Speaking of cash, Tassie gets some funding for a stadium, paving the way to be the 19th team. They're going to give it at 240 mil from the federal wow. government. It's going to be about 715 total. But the funniest thing about this was watching Albo get heckled during the announcement. Did you see that? Amazing. 
So, so funny. funny. <laughs> so it was just Love one chick just on him, go, like talking like, and she made some valid points about, let's talk about housing crisis and we don't have enough money to live and eat. And I'm all for protesting. I love it. But love it. she's using that as a platform and she's getting a voice and she's got dickheads like us talking about it. I'm sure that'll get her over the line. But <laughs> it's never, it, it doesn't quite equate. It was never money that was going to go to housing that's been taken away. Like, you know, my favorite sign, they had people protesting. My favorite sign was, we can't eat stadiums or submarines, which I like. <laughs> but also, yeah, you can't with that attitude. Let's get ingenuity about That's it. That's right. But it's like just whatever financial thing you ever want to protest against, let's just as a nation make a yes. pact. We use that as an example. Hey, buddy, any danger you could scrape a few billion off the submarine <laughs> plan the, from the, the French submarines. that were paying out for no subs. <laughs> like any danger. So – yeah, I get that you're spending $240 million on a on a stadium that's only going to give people joy and tourism money and all those things, but you can't live in a house. I, I really do feel yeah, sympathetic yeah. for it. It's just that it isn't money that was ever delegated to that. We need to get more money delegated to housing and more money delegated to those type of premium uh, lifestyle issues. But let's just always focus on the submarine <laughs> fucker, please. Because it's got to go down as one of the all-time bonehead plays. Anyway, oh, we are yeah. not the platform for it, and we're certainly not an hour and a half in. <laughs> I just was waiting for you to realise how long. It's like you got to oh, look at it. me and see I wasn't there, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I just looked up, and you're a tumbleweed. <laughs> You've got a grey beard. You were clean shaven at the start of this podcast. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Taylor Harris is getting back into boxing. That woman is a star. And the fact that she Good has stuff. gone through everything in her lifetime is amazing. It's testament to her her will, her fortitude, her athleticism. She's only 26 years old. She's already got a statue of herself. She's cross-code. Put your quill in the ink and write this down. She's going to go down as one of the great Australian athletes. I guarantee it. Ah, uh, pen. Hey, speaking of women's footy quickly, went for a walk to dinner the other night and I walked through Brunswick Street Oval. It was nowhere near yeah. where I had to go, but I love walking over it. It's my cricket ground. It's the old Fitzroy Lions ground. And the Fitzroy Lions women's senior team were there training and they're zipping it around. Serious skills. And I was like, sick, this is awesome. So I start talking to a few of the coaching staff and I'm going, mate, when do you play? Yeah, every second Saturday. And I start going, my daughter's obsessed with footy. She loves it, loves it. Blah, blah, blah. And I talk for like 20 minutes. I'm really passionate about it. And eventually the assistant coach goes, mate, bring her down. I go, I'll be bringing her down Saturday for sure. It was awesome. She looks at me and she goes, yeah, what position does she play? <laughs> uh, well, right now she's in that pram over there. You could probably park her at full forward and just pop one half on the pram. <laughs> Watch out, mate. Prone to a dummy spit at half time. <laughs> Nice. So they were a bit disappointed. But how's this? I go, how's the season going? They go, yeah, not flash, not good. I go, nah, really? And they go, you get to get a win. I go, oh, that's no good. I'll be down Saturday for the first win. And then um, the next, the assistant coach goes, yeah, yeah, not good. You had to get any points. I go, ah, oh, it's a shame. You'll get your first win. She goes, no, no, we haven't got a point. No Literally. Point. It's like, what? None. What are you talking about? So you know how percentage works in footy where – it's not for and against, it's percentage. So if a yeah. team scores 100 and you score one, it's like, you know, you get a percentage of, I can't do the maths, but basically you have to times it by your score. <laughs> so what you get, if you ever see this, is if there's a shellacking, yeah. the opposition yeah. will rush a behind <laughs> against you just so they get percentage. Because if you win to zero, you actually don't get percentage. 
because you can't mathematically do it. <laughs> and I go to them, oh, no. So have you been getting teams run rough shot over you and go down in the fourth quarter and handball it over the line? They go, yeah. And then they look at me and go, yeah. Last week the team did it in the second term just to get it out of the way. <laughs> Saddest thing I've ever heard. So sad. We're clearly winning to zero. Let's just get that out of the game plan now. Unbelievable. Go on the lines. Go on the lines. They're our team. They're our team. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, I thought the generals were due. Hey, domestic footy, big, big news. Something just for us to earmark for the weeks ahead. Craig, Choco, O'Malley, great friend of the pod. Fucking legend. He's on the mate Rushmore. If you were to introduce him to your mate, your mum, whoever, he's on it. Choco is currently sitting, he is sitting on 499 games for the East Burwood Rams. And in three weeks' time, get yourself out to Rams Stadium. Say good day to us. We are going to make a day of it. Wrap that legend in cotton wool. Hold the ladder for him at work, fellas. Do what you can at East Burwood to make sure this bloke is bubble wrapped. Absolute legend, Choco. Fucking love you. Well done. Fuck. If I didn't know this bloke, I would still think it was an amazing story. But knowing him, it's like, oh, and by the way, he'd take a cinder block to the head for you gladly. Oh, by the way, you could introduce him to your mum or your wife. (laughs) Oh, by the way, he'll babysit for you. By the way, he's got like a 19-inch cock that he tucks into his sock, but he never brags about it. Like he couldn't be more of a better bloke. And he's going to bring up, I haven't done anything 500 times. Well, I have, but none of them (laughs) would tell publicly. I have. I definitely have. Yeah, I did two of them this morning. But 500 <laughs> is amazing. Amazing. It's a long time. How many seasons is that? Just two. He plays every game. So, <laughs> he, he went the Alicia Boykins and he's been playing in the under eights. Lastly on AFL, North of shit and poor Polo Boy still remains. Bugger off and take your nimwit sibling with you. He's run out of petrol tickets. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good story. You got sisters? Yeah. Finally. Oh, my God. My Monday night indoor football team, the FC Dickabats, made it four from four. Book in finals. We're on fab. Mace, how'd you go with the inner city Barada? Lost by three. We only had five, and we came back Ooh. from 21 points down to lose by Damn. three. How's the rotation when you've got no subs? <laughs> not, what do you do? Do you just try and hide? Do you hide? I played the post? whole game. Obviously, but I played like, the whole game. I don't expect you to sub <laughs> oh, yeah. off and leave them to do it with four. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? No sub, so good luck, guys. <laughs> I need a breather. <laughs> we had the same last Monday. Team, no mate. subs. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. It's rough, but we're still we're second. Okay. Well, we had a few on the trot, so now we're second, and we're just trying to get this last win. And we're playing the bottom team next week, and it just gets us into the final. So okay. Okay. Here we go, boys. Back to back. All right. Well, mate, let's cap off the longest episode of any podcast in history. So I'm going to give you the main headline this week is Rapid Fire, Rapid Fire, Rapid Fire, Retro Headlines. Wow. Rapid, 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 Retro Headlines. Stop shooting me and give me some headlines. Yeah. Okay. Just some real zingers. Bang, 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 bang. And uh-huh. I want you to juice the balls and give me a juice level every time okay. the retro headline comes through. Mate, this entire could episode could well be juicing the balls. <laughs> it has been dragging. Let's do it. Now, I reckon a bit of music under it would be good too. A bit of circus music or Benny Hill music, I reckon, would be good under it. 
that won't make more of a frenetic schizophrenic listen at all. <laughs> awesome. Nah, people love us. You ready? I don't know. You ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Top 10 most ridiculous sports stories of all time. Time, time, time. Go, 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 go. Number 10. Near the end of 2012, Washington Redskins quarterback Robert Griffin III, RG3, as some people like to call him, submitted applications to trademark the phrases, light you up, go catch your dream, and work hard, stay humble. Mm. Plot twist, he didn't coin any of those phrases. I was going to say... By the way... Number nine! No, no, no. What was the third one? What was the third one? Work hard, stay humble. You get a copyright work hard and stay humble. <laughs> it's not a... Fucking hell, mate. It's hardly I'm loving it. Like, you can't copyright that. <laughs> what are you doing? Also, just quickly, anyone named the third, I feel really sorry for because it's like... So annoying. you basically got like Mason to Maine and then your son's got to be Mason Jr. Pressure's on. You've got to go. Your son's got to be the third. You know, here's it. How's this for a bit of amusing? Sonny's musings. Brain dome activity. How come you never hear the fourth? There is no fourth, is there? You know why? Because it's a real douche move to name your kid after you. Let them be an individual. <laughs> The junior feels compelled to do Lord it because their Foreman dad's still alive. Star. The third pops out and the third's like, no fucking way I'm popping out a fourth version of this. It's shit. Trademark that. Fun fact, RG3 was born in Japan. Number nine, <laughs> former USC quarterback Mark, <laughs> Mark Sanchez was arrested in 2006 for using a fake ID on USC campus. Okay. I'm not sure how Sanchez thought he was going to get away with this. Being the star quarterback of the USC, pretty good way to get your name and face out there, Mark. Fun fact, Sanchez is an avid fan of musical theatre and was a presenter at the 2010 Tony Awards. Okay, hold fire. So he was in college, so he used it in order to get booze or something? Yeah. So he's under 21. 21's too old. 21's too old. (laughs) Isn't it? Oh, my God. The shit you're allowed to legally do at 16 should be illegal, and you can vote, (laughs) and then it's 21, so all right, you can have your Mike's Hard Lemonade. Too old. That's what I'm taking from that. 21, too old, too old to so drink. you bored when you're 18. You can't drink. Oh, they're, they're all drinking. Guns. No wonder they can't handle their piss. <laughs> Number eight, pro, gro- pro grofer. Oh, mate. I'm an amateur grofer. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing down there. I try and I wait for the tap on the shoulder. I tried, Dale. I'm an amateur grofer. <laughs> Number eight, pro golfer. Lee <laughs> Lee Westwood claims to have never read a book in his life from Green Eggs and Ham to the Da Vinci Code. Westwood hasn't touched a single book. I like where his head's at. Fun fact, Westwood was appointed officer of the Order of British Empire in 2011. <laughs> what do you mean he's never read a book? No book. It's never. How do you constitute a book? So if I give you a birthday card, you have to open it, read it, close it. Is that a book? Sonny's Musings. How many pages constitutes a book? Brain dome activity. FHM a book? Yeah, yeah, Maxim. Maxim's a book. (laughs) If the pages are stuck together, not a book. (laughs) Dear Mason, have a happy birthday from Mason. Number seven, New York Knicks small forward Ron Artest changed his name from Ron Artest to Meta World Peace. This also happens to be 
the stupidest name in sports. Fun fact, the new name is ironic because Artes ran point on the greatest sports brawl of all time, the Malice in the Palace. Have you seen the Doc Holland? would be a great here? retro to deep... Amazing. Phenomenal. Amazing. Phenomenal. Feel bad for He him. also admitted to drinking Hennessy in the locker room at halftime when playing for the Chicago Bulls. Huh. Really? Oh, you know what shocked me about that? I mean, nothing, because I knew yeah. it. But what shocked me is small forward. He's a small forward. Huh. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, that's I thought he was bigger. Number six. <laughs> Fun number six. Chad Ochocinco was sentenced to 30 days in jail sorry, for violating sorry, who? his probate. <laughs> Give me that Chad name. Chad Ochocinco. Ochocinco, like eight in synchronicity. Is he like an ESPN channel in Spain that no one can get signal on? That's um, in Africa Chad. in Chad. What do you got here? You got, is that the Chad Ochocinco? Yeah, it's just like nine dudes kicking a ball into a camel. I don't know. Is that camel dead? Shut up. I'm trying to watch the Chad Ochocinco. Fake name. Fake name. Move on. Number six, Chad Ochocinco was sentenced to 30 days in jail for violating his probation. After arranging a plea deal with the judge that would have set him free, he slapped his attorney on the buttocks and the judge did not find that funny, as I didn't. She, As I didn't? Like, oh, you're part of it, are you, mate? Whoever wrote this. She rejected the plea bargain and sentenced him to jail. Fun fact, Ochinko, Ochocinco, Ochinko. <laughs> Juicing my balls, you're juicing my balls. You're just in my balls every day and every night. Ocho Cinco ran a contest in 2007 where the winner would win a brand new Lexus from him. Oh. When the winner was selected and Ocho Cinco realised he actually had to give away a Lexus, he backed out. He then got sued. <laughs> Slight oversight. Hey, uh, if you can guess the amount of jelly beans in this jar, you win the jar. What jar? Oh, fuck! Number five. Former Timberwolf, Latrell Sprewell. We're only up to five. <laughs> Uh, in fairness, I'm cutting in on every one of them. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> Number five, former Timberwolf Latrell Sprewell turned down a 21 million three-year contract offer from the T Wolves, claiming that the salary would not be enough to feed my family. Fair ruder. How many fun kids fact. has he got? <laughs> Are you going to say fun fact? He's an orphan with no kids because, like, that is a ludicrous <laughs> amount of money. What sort of family has he got? Is it the mafia? What sort of family? <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually the head of the New York Crime Division, so not enough to feed the family. They all want to wet their beak. Fun fact, since turning down that contract, Sprewell has grounded his million-dollar yacht, has had two homes foreclosed, and is not allowed to see his children. Living the dream, Mr. Sprewell. In fairness, they were really well fed that whole time. <laughs> Number four, former baseball star Moises Alou urinates on his hands to toughen them up for four. Alou. Alou pissed on himself. Is that what you're telling me? Fuck it, Al. Was it mirrored? How did a loo piss on itself? Crikey, Moises. Fun fact, he is rumoured to have assassinated Steve Bartman. Hey? Crikey, Moises. He was, the, he was the guy who went up for the catch and Bartman took it from him oh. at the Cubs game. Wow. Yeah. And what did he Bartman. do? Sorry, he pissed on a loo. He is rumoured to have assassinated Steve Bartman. He runs. He rubs piss on his hands to tighten, tighten them up before baseball games. Number three. <laughs> juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. Dallas Cowboy quarterback Morris Claiborne scored a four out of fifty on his Wonderlick test upon entering the NFL. The test assessed basic knowledge and problem solving. This is the worst Wonderlick score in the history of the NFL, and he later admitted. <laughs> 
I blew the test off because it wasn't about football. What were the four he got right? I need to know. I need to know. Great fun fact. Great fun fact. Morris Claiborne has a two-year-old son named Little Mo. Oh, he didn't even get the junior right. That was worth 46 points. Okay, now for the remaining 46, if you name your son after yourself, what do you call him? Little Mo? Oh, four out of 50. Number two, in the 2002 regular NFL season, the Philadelphia Eagles tied the Cincinnati Bengals 13-13. In the post-game press conference, then-Eagles quarterback Donovan McNabb claimed, I didn't even know you could tie. After what you think would be super embarrassing for an NFL quarterback to not know the rules, he then claimed, I never knew in the professional ranks it would end up that way. I hate to see what would happen in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs. Little does McNabb know that teams would obviously keep playing the playoffs. Maybe Mrs. McNabbs is putting something in the soup. Yeah, his balls, so they get juiced. <laughs> what a juicer. That was ultra juicer. Footy player is dumb and doesn't realise there's draws. Oh, God. Juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. Every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. Oh my god, the story's fucking shifty. Oh my god, it's really, really boring. Oh my god, the story's fucking shifty. Oh my god, it's really, really boring. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. What I say. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night, dog. Yeah, 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 that's how we do it on the West Coast. Some real shitty ballin' fucking stories, y'all. Yeah, thug life. Number one, rapid, rapid, rapid fire retro headlines. Yeah. Number one, Manti Teo claims girlfriend Lene Kakua has died in a car accident. Oh. It is later leaked Kakua is not even real. Oh. Even though Teo has claimed to have never met her and talked to her, etc. Hang on. I didn't understand a single goddamn word of that. This guy <laughs> claims his girlfriend's oh. dead. Girlfriend is not a real person. Is that the story? Yeah. So what However, Manti Teo is the second craziest man in this scandal. Even though at this point it has proven Kikua is not real, Arizona Cardinal fullback Regan Moe mm. still claimed to have met her twice. Oh, I like that he doubled Seppo. down. That's a proper loony move. He's doubled. You, I met her a couple of times. <laughs> so hang on. Can you just quickly run me through that again? So he's, he's seen... He said, my, my, my missus is dead. And well, then everyone went, she doesn't died. exist. And then another player from another team went, no, no, she exists. I've seen her a couple of times. So is this a catfish situation? Did someone get Massive catfished and catfish go, oh, situation. no, 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 she's Massive. dead. Don't follow it up. I got catfished. And this other guy got catfished Massive. but isn't aware of it and went, you know what? Still I met her a couple it. of times and she's dead. Shit, I'm heartbroken. It's like Tupac Machiavelli still lives. Someone's Jeez. still dating Tupac. <laughs> Wow. wow. Rapid fire retro. <laughs> rapid fire retro. Bit of Holy juice in there. Dooly. Rapid, 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 rapid,
What have we learned? 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 Granddaddy Shane's was just biding his time. Wasn't he? Genius Shanesy. Yeah. The Shanius. The Shanius. The Shanius. I like it. <laughs> how do they get in touch with us to tell us how fucking long it was? Rate, subscribe, like, maybe, underscore, underscore, daily. That's maybe, underscore, underscore, daily. Twitter, Instagram, follow and like our shit, please. Oh, my Next. God. Next week, we'll do a 20-minute episode. I love you, Mace. <laughs> Stay mint. I love you. Stay mint, Sonny. Oh, I forgot to say, should we talk for the next hour? God is this schizophrenic high-pitched voice bloke, some Simpsons clips, and a bloke giggling. <laughs> I've got this for an hour and 20. <laughs> Shit. Get me out of here. Get me out of this joint. Driving was mint, by the way. <laughs> hey, one day we're going to have to talk about... No, fuck it. We'll talk about it now. How good was the drive-in? Love a drive-in. Isn't that just one car's a blowjob, the next car's a family, <laughs> the next car's a blowjob, the next car's a family? Isn't that the whole thing with drive-thrus? It's just a pattern. Uh, All through drive-thrus? the drive-thrus? <laughs> Yeah, mate, I'll get the McFlurry and the wrist job. I don't think so. McWrist. Yeah, I'll just get a McWristy. <laughs> if you can't see through the bag, there's not enough grease. Large? Large? Yeah, large. Yeah. Can you upsize me? I've got tiny hands. I've got size five. Hey, I went to the drive-thru. The drive-thru. Fuck. I went to the drive-in. <laughs> Yeah. They should put movies at the drive-thru. I went to the drive-in <laughs> as a kid and my dad, no word of a lie, made my brother Ooh. and I hide behind the passenger. Like, we we're in the back seat and we had to hide. What are you going to say in the boot? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to the boot. The movie sounded good. Yeah, it was in my diary. No, where you put your feet in the back seat, if I can yeah. rhyme in time, I'll do it on a dime. <laughs> if you put your feet in the back seat, we had to sit in there and dad put a rug over us. Because he thought it would be cheaper to get in if there was only him and mum. Oh, my God. Awesome. You would have been 30 cents back then as well. Like no, nothing. they were free. I'm sure kids were free. Right. 30 cents was the <laughs> ice cream at the drive-thru. Come on, mate. <laughs> I'm going to daycare and then I gave some money to a homeless guy and I'm a really good egg and that.